y'all. Welcome, welcome. Um, I didn't realize y'all had to walk over. <laughs> but, um, yeah, boss been bun all weekend. Making me work. Alright, how y'all doing? How's, uh... Literally four seconds before I went live. Oh, gotcha. Um, oh, also let me make sure you're called in the audio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are good. I'll turn you up a little bit. All right. But, um, what's up, y'all? How's your Tuesday been? <laughs> Tuesday is a Tuesday. Oh man, <laughs> not, not too bad. <laughs> not too bad though. Not too bad. Um, I'm here. I'm here. No, I'm good. Um, pretty pretty uneventful weekend slash start of the week. Outside of the occasional migraine, but yeah, and like it's not like anything like serious. I just get migraines once a month at least so uh that is why they just suck <laughs> now where are your speckles <laughs> my, um, my speckles uh, I left them downstairs <laughs> oh <laughs> um even if I throw on my other glasses I don't have my contacts in so it would be pointless to even put on the blue black and white ones. Like, Dang. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, bang, my bang. The bang. Love the bang. <laughs> okay. Um, let's see. Yeah. I really ain't got any. Oh, we got any announcements? Uh, let's see. Merch is still live. Um, I'm trying to think what else. Merch is live. I have a shortened schedule this week because uh, I decided to go out of town. Um, so I'll only be doing the podcast plus the little Kingdom Hearts today and Knockout City to make up for last week on Thursday. Um, and then I'll be back to regular schedule next week. Um,. Let's see. I think that's it. You got any announcements? Uh, yeah, I do have an announcement. Oh. Uh, M has some merch, custom <laughs> merch live at empowerednewsmerch.com. That's E M Powered News Merch, M E R C H dot com. Uh, Y'all can get it. Y'all get great stuff. Guess what I have on? Hey. No <laughs> I have on my merch today. <laughs> I love it. One day, one day she'll have an announcement related to her. <laughs> uh, I have like a semi-one. We have a, a, a working intro song. Doctavius Quincy Jones. <laughs> All that. Uh, 
Count Docula, <laughs> Professor Butler, uh, PhD. Yeah. Yes. All that. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to him. Um. Alrighty. <laughs> uh, I think I think that's it though for real. Uh, what up, Hen? Um. So you ready to get started with the docket? All right. So first things first. Um. I don't know if uh, this was like national news, but it did kind of make a splash. Uh, Harrietta Lacks, uh, her family is going against Big Pharma, basically. Uh, they actually um, did a lawsuit against uh, some pharmaceutical companies. Uh, and why don't you give us a little bit more into that, Jaded? Yeah, so Harrietta Lacks, uh, her her M stated that her family they went ahead at uh, last week and hired a new civil rights attorney whose name is Ben Crump, Ben Crump and he's known for representing the families of George Floyd, Michael Brown, a lot of other uh, a lot of other people who have been uh, unfortunately uh, lost their life at police brutality. Uh, and then they also hired a New York trial lawyer, Christopher Seeger, and he's known for, known for winning billion-dollar lawsuits, uh, including uh, including companies like Volkswagen. And they're trying to seek out compensation from big farms companies uh, that make money off of the medical research from her stolen cells. At this time, they're saying that it may be up to a hundred of the different defendants that they're going to bring lawsuits up against. And again, a lot of them are going to be pharmaceutical companies, but one major one is going to be the world-known John Hopkins uh, Hospital. Mm. Uh, and they plan on filing these lawsuits on October the 4th, which will be 70 years uh, after Ms. Lex's death. And uh, people don't know who she is, because uh, there was the movie made about her about four or five years ago with Oprah. Remember if Oprah was in it or if she like put the money behind it? I think she produced it. it. Yeah, okay. she de she definitely produced it. I don't remember seeing yeah. her face in it. Okay, so yeah, I just knew like she was attached to it. Yeah, but I just couldn't remember to what capacity. But yeah, if you don't know who Henrietta Lacks is, um, seven decades ago, unfortunately, uh, seven decades ago she passed away. They used her cells because she did have cancer. Uh, they used her cancer cells in order to make a lot of different vaccines that we have for today. Um, a lot of products that we have today, like even her cells were used to even make sunblock. Um, it was used to make for the coronavirus vaccines. Mm. <laughs> like it's crazy the amount of things that her cells and the information from them that they use uh, created so many other like medical breakthroughs. But the biggest thing takeaway from it is nobody got consent right and it's just one of those things where uh history is always showing and reflecting that people profit off of the black backs like they right. profit off of it uh and the one major thing with john hopkins hospital is that they're stating that they never had a patent to her cells so even though they're using them and all that that they're saying they didn't have a patent which means that basically they're wiping their hands and saying like, hey, can't sue us because we don't have a patent. 
So that means that we're not making any money off of when we're using these. Mm. Really? But like, really? But you okay. kind of are though through through the grants that are given to you because of all of your research because you're such a prestigious uh hey Corey, thank you for the reset uh also welcome to the podcast um but you you are getting compensated in a roundabout way through through the grants that you get because you're such a pretty presti- that prestigious medical school and because um you have used this research for a lot of things in like like jay said up till recently the coronavirus vaccine which um which as we know like with anything uh we touch when it comes to medicine there's also there are two sides to it it's to help cure diseases but there's also this leg of profiting um off of what we as the united states create because we typically um like make it patent free i believe so that we can uh ship it to other countries um so they're still you're still profiting like i said in a roundabout way it's just more so with notoriety with uh additional grants because of your reputation um so while you're not like getting paid directly by big pharma you're still getting paid exactly what up mike and i love that their solution um was to be like hey we've been using these for 70 years um, didn't think of it before, but because you guys want to sue us, that we're going to go ahead and we're just going to dedicate, uh, we're going to dedicate a wing, a building in her honor, 70 years later. It's like, and I was like, oh, you've used her body for 70 years. Also, thank you for this building that you just now named because your, your name's in a lawsuit now. Yeah. Like, it's, it's ridiculous. Um, not to mention, like, she had family when she passed, so... It could have been just easy, like, hey, are you okay if we use her body for science? Like, that, I mean, but 70 years ago, they didn't care about what we wanted, so. And that's, like, a big controversy as well around that, because some people are saying, like, there's discrepancies between the family saying, some said, like, oh, no, she gave consent, but I guess it's just, like, back then, where it was just, she wrote X, so they were saying that, no, Mm. like, somebody else wrote that for her like you're just writing an x so that's not a signature Mm. so you can't prove like that she actually wrote that or if she was in the right mind to write that or like just anything so it's just really messy (laughs) but i mean like everybody used x for their signature back then signatures weren't really a, a thing um until like you know some years after that so yeah, I hate that that's a loophole, but yeah, I agree. It's a mess. What up, Jay? At the, end of the day, <laughs> at the end of the day, they need to, especially companies that are using it and like they are making money off of it because we've seen like with the uh, EpiPens, how that's something that's so cheaply manufactured that should only cost, like if not free, just a couple of dollars. Mm-hmm. But they're sitting there and that's a, something life-saving and they charge people hundreds of dollars for something that's supposed to help save their life. Uh, so like these pharmaceutical companies make money. They, they do. Yeah. So it's just something that if I donated my body, it's one thing to donate your body to science. Right. It's another thing to be alive and have it uh, 
at the time have it taken and then people like and it's because her cells were like a miracle cell because they were the first group of um, cells to live outside the body in a tube so that was already like a big thing uh, so like and they're still alive like again 70 years later those cells are still alive today that's why they're able to still test and do things with them and research on them so it's just kind of, it's a big mess that they're 70 it's a years mess. later I mean seven whole decades <laughs> I mean, the other thing is, it's like, I don't think they can really, I mean, they can try, They and I don't know how the case will fall out, but I don't really think plausible deniability is, um, can be accepted here, because, like, there is a documented, a long documented history of how uh, medicine has basically uh, advanced off of the backs of black people, um, so, like, what happened to Henrietta isn't new at all. Um, this actually was, like, a pretty common thing. It's just that because it was in the modern era, like, and uh, Henrietta, like, still had living relatives uh, to this day who wanted to fight it. it they're being, uh, yeah, they're being called out on what they're doing. So. And it's like, luckily that when that book, were, and yes, me, uh, there was a book. So the book inspired the movie, uh, and that's what really like made it gain traction because I didn't know about this uh, five years ago mm -hmm. until it became popularized because it was in it was in a new type of media now. So it was just like, oh, there's a book about it. Like, who is? Because again, these are not things that you teach right. <laughs> in school. Like they don't they don't like to rewrite history, so you don't get to know that once again somebody's DNA black DNA cells. Uh, help create so many other things. Right. We, in, we invent everything. <laughs> With no credit. <laughs> right. No credit. So it's just like, they don't teach you this, so you would never know about it. And so when it became popularized, yeah, the motor life of Henrietta Lacks. Uh, so when it became popularized, it gained more traction. Like, And that's sad because, like you said, it happened so often. So like, mm -hmm. who knows how many countless others this happened to that right. we wouldn't know about because it's just like, Maybe they don't have any family to advocate for them after a postmortem, or just maybe they don't even know that they can. So it's just, yeah. Yeah. It is. I, I, I mean, hopefully uh, her family gets uh, some justice. I know, like, because, because it, it happened 70 years ago, because they already used herself so much, like, there can only be so much they can be uh, compensated for, but I do hope they they get some justice. Um, I think so. what will happen, it feels like with, oh, it's gonna be a lot of uh, out-of-court settlements, probably. Yeah, yeah. And especially because they have such heavy hitters uh, who's like used to doing that and getting those settlements. So it's gonna be a way that they're gonna find a way around. So they're gonna get some type of, it's not gonna be a flat out. Cause I don't see a lot of companies Especially if it's being highlighted on a national level mm -hmm. uh, with news stories being publicized. Because that was like from Washington Post that I was reading off of. So it's like, it's not something like, oh, it's just your regular old uh, local newspaper. Like, no, this is a yeah. national publicized thing. Yeah. Uh, so it's just that they'll get more attention with it. And with yeah. that, more companies are going to kind of want to draw away from it. So they'd rather settle it out of court silently. Just be like, here's a little, here's a chunk. Here you go. We're going to go back and forth and negotiate. But here's a chunk so we don't have to go through this dragged out thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, especially since they got, uh, like you said, heavy hitting attorneys um, like Christopher Seeger and Ben Crump. I, I, I know Ben Crump more because he's more prominent in our circle and what we pay attention to. But yeah. uh, a New York trial lo lawyer, I mean, that's that's still really big. So, yeah, it's getting the attention it deserves. Look, when they said he make, he wins billion dollar settlements, I was like, like oh. yeah, they're, yep. And if he's doing, and if, and for somebody who wins billion dollar settlements, that means he gets paid a lot, which means that either he's doing this pro bono, mm -hmm. or he's doing this with the stipulation that he's going to get a nice little chunk so he knows that he's getting some money off he, of this, so. Probably 10%, and 10% yeah. of that is still a lot. What I can retire with right now, so yeah. <laughs> Oh man, um, we got anything else for this one? For that, but I'll make sure to keep watching it because that's very interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm interested to see how they're how they're basically gonna settle out because I'm pretty sure that's how it's gonna end up. So I'm very interested to see like what the family will be compensated after all this time. Yeah. Alrighty, next up. Um, hey, what up, Gabby? Short intermission break. Appreciate the resub. All right. Um, next up. So, uh, China is, uh, doing a feature album with the Taliban. Um, their release date is TBD. Uh, we did not see this collaboration coming, but okay. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> China is basically in diplomatic talks with the Taliban to um, kind of gain mutual support for each other. Uh, so what basically happened uh, was, to lead up to this, was that Beijing um, considered the United States, uh, how, how we handled uh, the Afghanistan war, a complete failure. Um, and wants to protect its own interests uh, as foreign troops withdraw. Um, and they also have security cons concerns in the neighboring uh, Xinjiang region. China sees uh, an expanded role for its Belt and Road Initiative, um, which we already know it took that Belt and Road Initiative to Africa, so it now wants to kind of trek back to Southeast Asia um, and into uh the areas of like Afghanistan and Pakistan. Uh so China's foreign ministry previously discussed the possibility of extending the China Pakistan economic corridor into Afghanistan. Um and it told a visiting Taliban delegation last week that it is expecting the insurgent group, which I should add the Taliban has kind of gained a lot of ground in Afghanistan, but not in the uh, traditional war footing territorial sense, but more so in the political sense in that they actually have representation now. Um, so it expected the Taliban to play an important role in ending Afghanistan's war and rebuilding the country. Um, and so delegates from China uh, is hoping that the Taliban would crack down on the East Turkestan Islamic mu movement uh, which it sees as a direct threat to China's national security. Uh, I am not 100% sure if um, China's relating this to 
their their crackdown of the Uyghurs um, and their persecution of the Uyghurs, uh, which uh, if you don't know, those are um, Chinese nationals who identify as Muslim. I don't know if the two are related. I can see China using the Turkestan Islamic movement as a scapegoat to further disenfranchise the Uyghurs. Um, but uh, yeah, so militants have, uh, like I said, uh, milit the Taliban militants have a political office. They hold political office in Qatar, um, and they're holding peace talks. Or t uh, they're holding peace talks uh, a little bit last month, and I think into this month. Uh, they sent representatives to Iran. They had meetings with an Afghan government delegation. They've been doing a lot. Um, so, all that to say, um, and this is kind of due in part to, but we, we kind of had something to do with it, but not really. But because we no longer have such a big pres presence in Afghanistan, this is like the next phase of kind of the power uh, dynamics. Um, I don't know. I mean, we didn't really have power in Afghanistan, so I don't know if we can say, like, us pulling out would leave a power vacuum. But um, China coming in and talking with the Taliban is very eyebrow-raising, and it, it's just... It, this is the kind of messy part of international relations and politics. So, um, so this is going to be really interesting because our perception of the Taliban has been that it is very fundamentalist and is very oppressive um but that i mean like i said the, i mean they're still engaging in uh strikes and attacks that's that hasn't changed it's just that they're moving into a more political realm with uh like holding like i said political offices and having delegations uh where they're sending them to other middle eastern countries so very interesting. Um, so, uh, a little bit on top of that, um, because all of that happened, the Philippines decided to continue its pact with the U.S., uh, which the president there, uh, President Duterte, um, said in February 2020 that he was pulling out, and then um, maybe he kind of saw this on the horizon, and he was like, uh, never mind. We, we'll keep working with y'all. But yeah, it's a whole thing. But you got anything? <laughs> uh, got anything to add on that, Jada? Like I said, uh, one, it's like, hearing the Taliban, uh, that's something that we, I can't stop, okay, I'm sorry, I can't stop giggling. <laughs> I need to look, not look at the chat. Um, Is it me or Mike? <laughs> I'm, I'm laughing at Moon and me. Oh. <laughs> Let me take the chat off my screen. Don't try to mod. Oh, man. Um, but no. Like I said, uh, the Taliban is something that, like, we, for people who were born between the 90s to 2000s and 80s, of course, too, but, like, the younger, it wouldn't be like this, uh, what is this generation? Oh, whatever they are after millennials. Oh, Gen Z. Gen Z, thank yeah. you. Like, I don't even remember. It's like, who are you, Yves? <laughs> right. Who are you? <laughs> um, but it's like, the Gen Zers wouldn't get it so much, but, like, growing up, 
that's all we like, after the war on Iraq, Afghanistan, and it's just like all that's all we heard about, and all you heard about was Taliban insurgents, da da da, like all like weekly uh, during the Bush era. So yeah. hearing that China, who already is this whole entity, uh, where it's just like when you when you hear China, you automatically think it is like China, Russia, like. You kind of group them all in together. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's just, it's unsettling to think of it, uh, to think of two strong powers uh, working together, and especially if they're, like, it's uh, showing, like, a form of support. Uh, and then, like, with, when we're with, finally with them, we should have withdrawn troops ages ago. But, we should have, uh, but you know. <laughs> That's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, it's it like it's just unsettling at this point, just because you don't know it's an uncertain future, so you're not sure how this is going to play out, and it's something that you have to watch very, caref- uh, very caref- carefully yeah. uh, and make sure that your allies that are, uh, your our foreign allies that are closer, uh, that we keep those strong relationships because anybody knows that that's how you win wars it's not like who has the many who has like the most guns or anything it's who do you have supporting you because mm-hmm. those are the people that add to your people <laughs> so uh it's yeah <laughs> yeah okay so to answer your question mike um China wants to work with the Taliban to basically it, it it's for its own expansional interest with the Belt and Road Initiative. Um, it wants to continue that initiative into Southeast Asia. Um, so that 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 is their ulterior motive, but they are saying that our withdrawal from Afghanistan is a complete failure. Failure, and they want to like further secure um, their area from. Uh, the Turkestan Islamic movement. So that that is the that is what they're saying and that is the ulterior motive. Um but you brought up a good point uh that it the the whole support thing because the Taliban even though it has been gaining pol- uh, political power in Afghanistan it's still like not a very strong sect. Um but with China's backing, I can only imagine like how that will play out because China is a strong country and it has a lot of resources and that's kind of why it's there are adversary in the geopolitical sense because they can also shadow support these smaller countries or smaller sects um, just like we do and have and for some reason we support certain ones that doesn't make sense but we, we still do it like so it, it feels like it might turn into another proxy conflict um if i had to look in look in my lens and like predict what's going to happen a couple years from now but yeah very yeah it's we'll see what happens with that but yeah um and uh a little bit more on the philippines uh with this pack with the u.s um like i said duterte Wanted to pull out uh, last year, but he was like, never mind. So what that pact is, is basically um, due to China, the Philippines, and, and Vietnam be- and 
um, three other governments being locked in a territory st standoff of the South China Sea uh, for decades. Um, and we as the U.S. is that we're, we're actually neutral. Um, but we do our part in not recognizing China's claims. So, um, and more on the pact is that it allows large-scale combat exercises between the U.S. and the Philippine forces um, so that, you know, it will basically keep China on its toes. Uh, and also, random fact, uh, the Philippines, interestingly enough, is actually our um, longest-serving uh, ally uh, from Asia. So. Um, yeah, yeah, considering who they, especially considering who they have in power now. Um, <laughs> before, they, I don't think, I don't know enough about the Philippines to say, I do remember learning that, oh, we did ally with uh, the Philippines first, um, in a very roundabout way during World War One, I, I believe. But um, how it got to us being allies, to us being allies with a an autocrat who throws drug dealers off of the roof i don't know but yeah <laughs> what up doc <laughs> sorry i have hit the chat <laughs> go ahead Are we going alphabetically? <laughs> uh, definitely, uh, Doc. I sung your song, so you should be getting that royalty check. Yeah, <laughs> those are your lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, yeah. Even criminals have a code, so. <laughs> They all abide by some type of quote. So he obviously has some moral standing somewhere. I mean, he, yeah. I guess it's it's just <laughs> it's just his standings get so extreme. Why are you why are you tossing people off the roof? Right. <laughs> what was that scene in um what's that movie? The Losers? Where he gave the nod. And oh yeah. The <laughs> he was like, that wasn't to throw him off the roof, nod. <laughs> Lord have mercy. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> yeah, T the roof. Doc, you'll get your album credits. <laughs> oh man. Alright. Do you have anything else on, uh to to add on that? So this was like like I said, this was like this is very nuanced, it's messy, it's international politics at its finest. Uh we gonna see what happens, but um yeah. <laughs> and no, the roof was not on fire. Uh, but yeah, you got anything else uh, on that one, Jade? That's the fact that, yes, that is an interesting tidbit. That, that's our longest running um, relationship that we have. Mm hmm. Like, <laughs> of all places, like the Philippines, I wouldn't have thought of that. Yeah. Like, at all. Yeah. Well, that's like a little, just a factoid for y'all. <laughs> Not that we taking notes, but yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, I'm doing, we, well, we, we doing something, uh, a little something with the segments just to have fun with it. So, um, that's basically our big news segment. Uh, this segment I would like to call, uh, y'all just don't care, do you? So, oh wait, I'm for you. <laughs> go ahead. It was a slow news week, y'all. <laughs> When I say it was, it was a slow news week. It was um, slow. And things did not pop off until... Five o'clock today. Yeah. Five o'clock on the dot. I was like, really? <laughs> now we're doing this? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. But yes. So. <laughs> not another new story. Oh, yeah. So, um... We about to get well. I don't know if you're talking about the same thing we about to talk about because there's there was another story that probably dropped about Blizzard a couple, if not today, yesterday. But in this segment of oh y'all just don't care. Uh, speaking of Blizzard, so Activision update. <laughs> also yes. Um, so Activision update. Uh, they made a public statement addressed to their employees. Uh, Blizzard said. Uh, Blizzard CEO Bobby Kotick said the company was reviewing policies um, and procedures and blah 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 boilerplate language. Uh, what he also added was that uh, that the company was going to retain the services a, of a prestigious law firm, Wilmer Hill, which is the same law firm helping Amazon keep its workers from unionizing. Um, they basically saying, yeah, we see y'all, but we don't care. We're going to add this anti-union lawyer. Yes, that definitely shows the hand that they're about to deal and about to play. I mean, because, yeah, you don't just hire uh, a law firm that's known for being anti-union, meaning that they are going to find their ways around it to where they're going to screw over their employees any way they can. But, yeah, they don't care. At all. But that is the Blizzard update as of uh, a couple days ago. It's y'all know it's like an evolving thing, and no, we we still, or should I say, yes, we are still not playing Blizzard games. Um, <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's, it's a lot, a whole lot. Again, messy is a word we use a lot because all this stuff is messy. It is. Uh, it's messy <laughs> it's just, as hell. And even with like the protests and everything, like that's funny that the direct correlation of we're going to protest uh, against these policies that you have and these people that you have in power. And then all of a sudden you shift from uh, we're going to protest to so we hired this morning. <laughs> Uh, like it's just it's it's crazy. It's, I, I this is how the rich stay rich. This mm -hmm. is how they stay in power. This is how they abuse that power. Uh, and like you won't get to see the same type of results because whatever lawyer that the employees get uh, get, unless that somebody, unless you have like a Gloria Alvarez on your side, mm. uh, like what's what's really going to happen? 
<laughs> because they're gonna bring they're gonna bring in big hitters. They are. So it's it's gonna be very overwhelming. It's and for the courts, especially with like well known lawyers, and they're good at their job. Law- certain lawyers are good at their job. They get results. That's why they get paid that money. Uh, so it's gonna be hard to fight that in a courtroom. Uh, and they'll like use every tactic to disprove certain things to make it seem as if they're uh, like question take people's character into question and things like that uh, to where they're just going to absolutely slaughter some people and their reputations in the in this like just leave a trail of bodies along the way so this is going to be like something this it's something to watch and definitely I know I can still say I'm, I'm not supporting those games at all Square, Square Enix got enough on its roster I can just play with. It's fine. <laughs> but, um, not. I mean, I never really played... The, when I looked at what was on Activision Blizzard, um, like, the, that joint company um, by itself, I was like, I don't play these games anyway. Uh, I am sad that Activision scooped up Spyro and uh, Ratchet and Clank and... Was it Ratchet and Clank or was it something else? But they scooped up, like, some, like, retro games that have been remastered and I was like damn it um but yeah in all good conscience a big, oh go ahead a big cat looking guy um not cat looking one what's the big guy uh I know I you... saw it you <laughs> saw it what was it in Uncharted when the in Uncharted uh I think on one of those levels like uh, they ended up playing the game within the game Think of the Tasmanian Devil, but without the fur. Can't think of a name. Oh, 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 uh, no, wait, is he, I was gonna say Crash, but is it Crash? Crash. Oh, because you said big, I was like, wait, Crash ain't big. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Crash, I think it was Crash Bandicoot that they, uh, bought, that they, yes, yes, it was Crash and it was Spyro, that's, those were the two. Um... But, I mean, still not playing it. But, yeah, it just sucks. Um, I'm reading the chat and it's like, yeah, that is the the dark side of gaming. Um, unfortunately, I think it's ironic. I don't, I don't think this was the intention. But I think it's ironic that the most toxic um, experiences that people kind of recall to um, is when they play, like, Call of Duty uh overwatch got toxic when overwatch league started um i don't know about world uh world of warcraft i don't know how toxic that got i know it was a lot of like stereotypes so um but i just find it ironic that the company that made the games that like people were like yeah cod is toxic as hell it was like oh so is the company it's like you can watch these videos i just saw like a tiktok and a girl was like watch what happens she's like girls playing uh cod and as soon as she went in the chat and she turned on the mic she's like hey guys and she was counting down to see how quick they would tell her to go mm-hmm. back to yeah it was like within seconds she's like hey it's seconds. and it's crazy because like Call of Duty, we got primed to expect that because it's a war game, it's shooters, it's super military, 
I'm not saying it's right, but it's like, all right, I expect I expect to get this when I come into the room. Um, but then it transitioned to Overwatch, which was like not necessarily geared towards kids. Well, it kind of was geared towards kids, but um, it was it was more geared towards kids. It was like more animated, and they had the same issues. Like, and I think this is more this is more so speaking on gaming culture overall. But it was still the same issue. Like, you got on the mic. Um, you can count down, uh, whether it was quick play or comp, comp play, and you can count down the seconds from if, if a woman gets on the mic or a girl gets on the mic, uh, count down the seconds to when the guys would be like, ew, go away. Or actually in Overwatch, it was like, oh, play Mercy, be a healer. Um, but more, but also go away. So, Yeah. <laughs> and if I do, if I play by my, because I, I really try not to, if I do play them by myself without any of y'all, I keep my mic off. Yeah. Yeah, no. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Gaming within, it's a whole, gaming culture itself is very toxic at points. Like, you find your little pockets uh, and, like, little communities where everything is good and it's, like, uh, it's just healthy and like people are like uh, supportive or like when you game it's a good experience mm-hmm. and then you have the masses or it's just you come in and it just leaves that tape that sour taste in your mouth right which i mean there's a whole like think not think tank per se but they're, they're like uh thought threads thought articles blogs and all that of like why gaming culture has is toxic and some of that kind of like correlates to the incel community and which correlates to uh white supremacy which correlates it's like a whole systemic thing um it's just in a way it's like kind of it's interesting to see it play out because it's like it it's such a gaming is such um i feel like uh kind of a universal thing where it's like at some point Oh, everybody wanted to play video games. Well, most people wanted to play video games. Some people just weren't interested at all. But it just seemed like such a universal thing. But it's like, you, know, you still see these uh, these systemic issues dealing with race and gender. Hopefully that gets a little bit better because even when the statistics came out about the PlayStation owners and almost it's almost at a 50-50 yeah where uh men and women owning them so it's just like that's like a leap to show like hey women, to show guys women do game uh, <laughs> we don't just buy I them for you, our boyfriends right like i know you guys think that like uh <laughs> we don't and we just sit at home like we said buy it for your boyfriend or just buy it to only play in Animal Crossing is a legitimate game too. So I'm sorry for using that as an example, but uh, only sit around and play Animal Crossing. Right. It's like no, like women game. They they do. They're hardcore gamers at that. Uh, <laughs> so all the guys who cry because they got their heart broken in middle school, who say I can't find a girlfriend who likes to game. It's like <laughs> get over <You're>, it. Right. <laughs> and Are go outside coming? for a little bit. <laughs> Are they like the gatekeep you right away? Well, what do you play? <laughs> what do you play? Like, do you play anything past Madden? Thank you, you don't. So go away. 
And also, since you want to gatekeep, name these characters and and this uh, story arc from this game that came out ten years ago. Go ahead, I'll wait. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> I was like, so women are all of it. <laughs> women are all of it gaming. Yes. And they are obviously making a mark and like, uh, just jamming up in there. <laughs> Doc, I don't know if this is good or bad. I could actually tell you the story of Kingdom Hearts 2 in three minutes. <laughs> oh, man. I could at least try. Also, we love you too, Jammy. But M, on level three, <laughs> when you went down the staircase, what was on the staircase floor? <laughs> that, that's what it sounds like sometimes. <laughs> exactly oh, how it is. It is. <laughs> Not me sound like a chipmunk doing that. <laughs> um, yes, I, I, I could try doing tree. Not, not right now, cause, but that might be a challenge one day. Um, <laughs> but um, ew, yeah. So like, like we said, and this, this kind of turned to a pseudo deep dive but we'll we'll see how this works out but it looks like activision wants to be the the amazon of um the gaming community right now and not in the quick service way um and yes gatekeeping does suck very (laughs) very much so it also kind of sucks that we like like this is turned to a way to uh, make profit and stuff, um, and make profit and get like a following. But it, we're still like working within this like very oppressive system. All right, I'm gonna do this camera thing real quick, but I'm still talking. Okay, so uh, in other y'all just don't care news, blow up the loser. Palooza, Jesus. Um, I'm just putting up the graphic to show y'all the crowd. You mean the COVID? <laughs> That's what that is. COVID. <laughs> that is a peach disc. <laughs> oh man. Um, just why? <laughs> just why? <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to visit Chicago for a minute. Sorry to y'all who live in Chicago. Um, but, uh, yeah, like we're not still in the Panorama Pantene Pro-V and uh, Delta is out here having a hot girl summer. Stop it. Sirs and ma'ams. My favorite thing was seeing videos from people there, and like some of them had a mask on. I'm like, boo, that mask is not helping you when you're in a mosh pit. Right. (laughs) No, that doesn't work. (laughs) Like, it's just, yes, the Pantene Pro V, (laughs) the Panorama, the Panini, uh, (laughs) the Eau de Parfum. Oh, man. Uh, All those. (laughs) All of it. I just. Uh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, shouldn't it be 100% of the crowd being vaccinated? 
right? Because it only takes. I don't know if people ever like. Like I want. I would like a stipulation if people don't want the shot, or even if they do. Just I think it just just be a stipulation. Period. They should sit down and watch that movie Contagion. And like, that's literally the best representation I've ever seen of how something can spread. Because that is exactly how it happens. It starts with one, and mm-hmm. it just. So I'm like, I think everybody should be made to like watch that movie so then they can get, understand it. And be like, oh, because I think they think that like we're all we are all protected. We don't have it. Like, okay, if the shot doesn't protect you against getting it, right? Uh, that just gives your body a chance to, or if you get it, you'll you can... won't have the effects as bad, or right. you can fight it off. Right. And, uh, yeah. and I was going to say, not to mention, it also depends on the viral load. That's the thing. Um, so if you're in the office and Joe Blow over here just like sneezed over your shoulder and you're like, come on, man, really? That's different than being in a whole crowd of thousands upon thousands. <laughs> Everybody breathing all up on each other. Um like even vaccinated you you might it, you might have a tougher time fighting fighting it off like a common code or something as opposed to like accidentally getting it from just like one person as opposed to like a hundred thank you um and then especially people forget just like the uh the flu this is a virus which means it mutates uh-huh. So even though we are vaccinated, guess what? Some super strain <laughs> Delta uh, <laughs> might come around and just be like, hey, I know you got that shot, but guess what? It's not gonna work on me. Right. Like, it's, I don't, I don't. We're in a Panini, uh, Delta <laughs> Airlines decided they wanted to be a, a dictators of the entire world and came and took over, <laughs> so like, Come on, guys, like, I know we've all been cooped up inside and we want to go outside and get the fresh air, but there's no fresh air because it's not there. (laughs) (laughs) No, I still, I think for the rest of my life, I want six feet from everybody. (laughs) Exactly. Stay up out my bubble. (laughs) Six feet, maximum two people in the elevator. Don't breathe on me. Just sit. This is the longest that I've gone with, like, not get, catching colds because you wear a mask all day. Yes. It's great. Uh, like, do I hate wearing masks some days? Yes, but guess what? I'm sick, so I'm good. <laughs> I'll put up with it. And I, I, want, I wanted to go to a festival next year, and this made me look at it, and I was like, nah, never mind. That's, that's a lot going on. Like that's way too much. I think I think these next vacations are just gonna be like self resorts or resorts with people I'm very close to, who I can like trust, you know, or being responsible. And that and people when I say people I mean like one or two, not like six or exactly. seven. Um, I think festivals festivals are gonna be festivals are played out for me for the next year or so. <laughs> it's. Oh no! Um, I was just gonna make a comment. It's funny when John John came in. The, the his emails actually made sense with this conversation. <laughs> what up, John John? Uh, 
<laughs> but <laughs> six feet. <laughs> yeah, um, if it's, if it's yeah. not a vacation, if it's not a solo trip, uh, if it's not a trip with one, one to two, maximum three friends, I don't want it. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, no. Like, no, thank you. No, thank you. Because uh, then, and then even outside of the whole cesspool that was germs going on there, uh, controversy around the baby. Oh, you want to get into that real quick? Girl, yeah. <laughs> first of all, um, you set up for you, that. If you are in the LGBTQ community, aka the Alphabet Mafia, I hope you are angered because shit, I am. I was angered. I was. <laughs> Man. It's a blatant disregard <laughs> and knowing that. That apology that he just issued was just total BS because first you made a statement, then you doubled down on it. And then when you realize that everybody under the sun is like dropping you from their lineup for their summer lineups, uh, mm-hmm. for all these different musical festivals, you're uh, you're losing uh, clothing deals. Because I saw he was going to do a line with uh, Boohoo, Boohoo? Uh, Men. Oh. They dropped him. Dropped him like a hot cake. Uh, like everybody just left and right and he made a statement about like how oh um, all these companies want to profit off of you and they're just bandwagoning but it's like yeah but then they also these companies do have to answer to other people so when you answer right. uh, a lot of people mm-hmm. um, they are going to take notice like yes companies definitely uh, turn a blind eye to a lot of things or they'll profit off of because they don't care what your music is, so they're profiting off of whatever you're singing on the boat anyway. Right. Uh, and other people can argue that like that's wrong for them to make money off of that and like turn their cheek to that, but at the same time, um, they're not on stage telling people that giving misinformation and telling people uh, that if you're my fans aren't these kind of people. And looking mm. down on others, right? It's just like a, a lack of respect for uh, human life, and like just that disconnect. It's just crazy and ludicrous. <laughs> yeah. So, so here's the other thing: the baby was also was already he already got fairly look lukewarm with a lot of the black community because he decided to link back up with Tory Lanez. Um, and we all know we are a fuck Tory Lanez group, uh, for what he did to Megan. Um, so he was already lukewarm uh, because of that. Now, like Jay said, you spread this misinformation. Then in your first apology, uh, actually in your first apology, you were like, well, y'all don't even, uh, care about when police brutality happens to black people. Um, which was just dead wrong, uh, in all forms and aspects. Uh, second apology, he said, he, he like apologized, but then doubled down and was like, well, you know, the, the, the echelon of LGBT people, uh, who follow me are like quote unquote cleaner. Um, 
and giving this like decades old misinformation that people who get HIV AIDS uh, are dirty, um, which is not, which isn't the case because you can, you can get it as a baby from breast milk. You can get it through blood transfusion. You can get it, you can get it from um, infected needles um, and you can get it uh, through um, sexual fluids. Uh, however, that doesn't necessarily indicate you're dirty because um, the story of how people get infected vary. So that was the second apology. Third apology was just written by his PR. He didn't even issue that. That was his PR saying we, we just lost a shit ton of money. Um, I refuse to believe he actually wrote that statement, but that's just me. Uh, so yeah, he, he had a decent rise and while his rise was pretty fast, his fall was faster. That happened in, in what, within a week and a half? Yeah. It's, it's just crazy. And like, I was like, I love me some the baby. I was like, I like, he had some bops. He had bops. But it's just. Bop was a bop. <laughs> right? Like, but <laughs> it's this stereotype that people still try to perpetuate that like HIV and AIDS is like a gay disease. And no. First right. of all, like, like you said, anybody can get it, first of all, first and foremost. Secondly, people live with it. Uh, you can have it to where your count is so low that it actually can't be transmitted to others. You can live with it. It's no longer something because of medical advances. It's not something that you have to, of course, you have to worry about it, but it's not something that looms over you to where it's like, oh, I think I only have a couple of years left. It's like, no, you can live long life. Right. Uh, like you can be on medications. And fun fact, people who were on the antiviral medications, uh, they were doing studies were showing that they had less chance of catching COVID. Uh, so eh, there you go, y'all. <laughs> it's just like, it's just. And I think it's something also within just black community, period, that it is. They want to be like, they'll support, you want to say Black Lives Matter, but then they always make sure with that stipulation, there's an asterisk on there, except, except. Black gay, except black trans lives, except black gay lives. Like, they want to always have that except. Like, everyone except. So it's like for you to sit there on your public platform and, like, un, like me said, unprovoked. Mm -hmm. just make a statement and it's just like why all you had to do was get on the stage do your job and leave yes so, so that means that's in your heart that you feel that like it's like that doesn't just come out of nowhere like yeah it pops in your head because it's in there so right obviously this is something behind closed doors you talk about this is something you feel passionate you feel about if you just felt that moved to make Maybe. a statement right like oh it's ooh, that whole thing like like I know I know we got into the whole thing with Chick-fil-A yesterday but like this one right here when I said you have to spit in my face and call me a name <laughs> and that was that was it right there <laughs> you spat in my face and you called me a name yeah yeah so, <laughs> it's like yeah which is understandable what up Drift um yeah I yeah like I said I me personally, I was already side-eyeing him because, like I said, he he was like, well, I needed to give Tori another chance and who else is going to be there for him? I'm like, really, bruh? You did a whole... So you're going to collab with him knowing what he did to somebody 
else you collabed with who's who's a woman who was um who was victimized is it was just yeah so i mean yeah he can like educate himself and learn and evolve and stuff but i feel like huh and he just gotta be canceled right now (laughs) yes and baby let me tell you the baby (laughs) um there are a faction of the gays that Mm. piss them off it's over Mm. (laughs) the pockets gonna run dry Mm. it take it's not the black gays you have to worry about it is not i was like some other ones they a Karen? You think a Karen is Please. No. They do not play at all. <laughs> That's I'm like, yeah, it's just... It's crazy, like you said. It's sad that we always have to say, always, it's always a... It's 2021, y'all. Why? 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 This, this should not even be... It, like it shouldn't even have to be a topic to come up as much, right? Uh, I was like, Ugh. y'all, we we more than halfway through the year. Can we not? <laughs> Can we not? That man literally had one job. Get on there, say your raps, get off. He's like, but before I go, <laughs> it's like. Like, we need to see a, a, another person that needs doc services. Doc, um, they need to all employ you full-time on <laughs> every stage. Wrap it up, B. Wrap it up. Wrap it up, B. Cut the mic. Cut the mic. <laughs> oh, man. He's a doc. Just a doc in their pocket so that way they know. Like, <laughs> Oh man, but yeah. So that just pretty much that was what Lollapalooza, which is basically a petri dish for the next. I can't remember if it's a weekend over the weekend or like um, like throughout the week, but it's a petri dish. Sorry, Chicago. Uh. Ooh, but shout out to Meg's uh, interpreter. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I was like. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> and for people who think that she was uh, just making up signs, she definitely was not. She was not. Uh, a lot of ASL, certain slang words don't translate because, again, it's just slang. Uh, so that's a, a, a. It's the lyrics, so they're very open, and you can use those suggestive. Uh, <laughs> hand motions <laughs> that I will not repeat. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, yeah, so you got the idea. So everybody who uh, who are hearing impaired that she was signing for, they knew exactly what she was saying. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, so my homegirl is around here for it. <laughs> but yeah, like shout out. That was like the highlight of L- Lollapalooza. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty, so uh, last up, I uh, got another segment because I would run out of space if I just did bar after bar after bar. So we're gonna call this a uh, weekly roundup. 
because we got we got some short stories that we were just like this is interesting um we can we can talk a little bit about each one so uh let's see hold my other notes here what was first up uh yes all right you want to go into that one yeah (laughs) so johnny depp uh right now he is suing uh not suing but they're so when johnny depp and amber heard when they got divorced uh, she got a large settlement, and a part of his divorce was that him trying to prove. No, I'm sorry, not part of the divorce. So she got a large settlement. Uh, once she came out with the domestic violence allegations, and uh, went, they went to court over that, and he lost. And a, a main factor that the judge stated was because of her integrity and like her, her just whole moral whatever, was because with her divorce settlement, they tried to. Um, she donated the money uh, to the ACLU. Mm. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> so, what Johnny Depp and his lawyer team was trying to prove was that, hey, um, she's not as, like, this. she married him for his money. That was the reason for the marriage. So, that should prove, like, right there that this is the kind of person she is, yada, yada. Uh, now, they are in the process to of suing to see if they can uh, track that money because if they can and it proves that she if she did or did not uh, donate to the ACLU and it was like seven million it was like seven million dollars so it wasn't like a little like a little chunk of change like oh it's a couple hundred thousand no it's seven million dollars that she stated that she was going to donate to them when she got her divorce settlement they're trying to prove that she did not uh, that she didn't donate it, so that way they could use that to uh, go ahead and proceed with another case for that defamation, that uh, the defamation suit that he lost originally to appeal it because the whole basis of the ruling when he lost that one was because they're like, oh, she's a, obviously she's a good person. She's not after your money if she donated her whole settlement. So if that's the whole case, like that blows it up. So that blows her character. And that's like a major thing that they're trying to prove at this point. And I'm interested to watch because I definitely, um, if you if you know anything about their messy, messy divorce and uh, the domestic abuse allegations on both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Because Sir lost the job over it. Sis still got her job. But I'm like, I'm going to need her to lose her job too because. It's like, y'all both nah. need to lose y'all jobs. Y'all, y'all both right? were toxic. <laughs> Yes, like, there's a point where it's like, if y'all are both the toxic, but sometimes there's going to be one person who's a little more toxic than the other. True. <laughs> so it's, it was just kind of like figuring out which one's worse. <laughs> I was like, it's not like a case of, like, you put your hands on me. It's like, oh, y'all both fighting. Okay. And, like, allegedly, because I'm going to just say that's so that way. Nobody can ever say, like, you said it. Like, no. Allegedly, <laughs> she sliced his finger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sliced his finger off, allegedly, so. That's a whole situation. And I agree wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly with you, me. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Crazy. But it's I a lot. I was like, I bet they ain't gonna find that money. I At all. <laughs> I bet she won't. 
cosplay because um they definitely track donations. Even I donate to the ACLU and right. I get my little thing at the end of the year so I can put it on my taxes. <laughs> so, homegirl, did you put that on your taxes? I bet you didn't. Right. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got uh forty-five. Um, y'all know who that is. Uh, I I didn't feel like putting the picture up, but. He, he's actually, a lot of his assets and the people around him have been investigated, indicted. Um, Just this past week, uh, DOJ um, basically allowed the IRS to turn over the taxes, his taxes to Congress so that they can look at it. Um, Which I think is interesting because uh, there's also this juxtaposition of him being still being the standard bearer bearer of the GOP for now for 2024 Uh, but the people he has put up for primaries and it is primary season um, some of them have lost Uh, one notable one was a primary election in Texas so it's very interesting I I never want to get excited and be like yes this is his comeuppance um but it does feel like, oh, y'all are actually doing stuff. I'm gonna need the Southern District of New York to hurry up with their investigation, though, because um, I know they they were the they're the biggest district that uh were like really aggressively going after 45 and like um and all of his uh financial well they're not crimes but uh they're not crimes right now because he hasn't been indicted but they've been really going heavy into the financial investigation uh for him. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> only 45, you know, because after 44 and before 46. Also fair. But, yeah. I just thought it was um interesting turn of events. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, but, like I said, it looks like, you know different different factors are uh or have been investigating him more aggressively especially since he's been out of office and you know all of his cronies are out well not all but most of his cronies are out of uh those positions <laughs> not 45 seconds from wild and Rihanna. but yeah um you got anything to add on that one I don't know. I mean, the, I got like Cheeto dust back there, but I don't, I don't know anything about it. I was like, I don't know this man. I, I don't. I'm sorry to this man. I don't. I, if I walk the whole street. <laughs> <laughs> also, I want to say I, I want to say sorry to Florida, but not really because you know it's Florida. So y'all know what it is, Florida. Sorry, Moo. <laughs> Um, but yeah. Ooh, another little interesting mini micro story that I was super excited about talking with. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, it's Zoom. (laughs) (laughs) Um, if anybody has a Zoom account, just make sure to go ahead and get your coins. Uh, when it's time, you might get that email that says like, oh, you got some money. Uh, take it. It's not going to be a fake email. Zoom. (laughs) 
settled out of court for $85 million. There was a lawsuit because uh, due to a privacy thing that, yeah, it's like a whole little privacy scandal that went about. Uh, when people, I didn't even know about this, but there was a thing when people were Zooming. I'm sorry, Zoom bombing. That's what it was mm. called, Zoom bombing. Um, and they were saying that uh, there were several Zoom users that went ahead and filed this lawsuit because they were saying that uh, Zoom was allegedly selling your personal data to Facebook and Google and LinkedIn. And with that, they allowed it to uh, distribute to people where they would come in and do those Zoom bombings, where they would play like pornography and like all kinds of crazy stuff over people's Zoom meetings. Yay. So because of that, <laughs> they won that. They, no, no, I'm sorry, they didn't win, but they settled out of court. Uh, because Zoom kept a very firm stance that, like, we didn't do this. Privacy is, like, our number one thing, and yada, yada, like, the whole PR spin that they always do. Uh, so they went ahead, they settled out of court, and for $85 million. So what that means for consumers, if you have a free Zoom account, you're eligible for up to $15. If you have a paid Zoom account, you'll either get uh, $25 or 15% refund of your course of your course subscription whichever is more so yeah like with that i was like get your coins so i, I know everybody got a free zoom account at least all right get, <laughs> get your get, coins get them coins right lunch by zoom like who bought my lunch today? <laughs> that's who <laughs> oh yep like, and, we, monies. <laughs> and we thank zoom's class action lawsuit for sponsoring our lunch <laughs> right <laughs> i come in that lovely mug. Wait, how'd you get that lovely mug from EmpoweredMusesMerch.com? <laughs> Zoom! <laughs> oh. oh, I, like, I like that little plug. <laughs> uh, that was a nice callback. I like that. Yes, but that, that was like a fun little like random tidbit story that just came out. <laughs> 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 Oh my gosh. Alrighty. <laughs> and I get the mugs. They come in different colors. Um, <laughs> oh man. I know there was like another little. We had like. We, we got two more. <laughs> yeah. Again, um, yeah, like the week, for some reason, all the news stories popped like today and last night. Mm hmm. <laughs> it was crazy. And me and Jay were both like, ah, <laughs> next week. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, all right. So next up, we had uh, Cuomo, uh, Governor Cuomo. So the news broke out earlier today that he was, in fact, guilty of um, sexual assault, sexual harassment. Um, everybody in the political sphere, including President Biden, is asking him to step down very sternly probably probably chorusing at this point so <laughs> yeah, like that that one broke literally maybe two hours ago at this point so yeah uh, but they direct they asked biden point blank hey do you think you should step down and he said yes and then he went on to further elaborate saying that uh he doesn't know that if they're going to try to impeach him or not but he should definitely uh definitely consider strongly to resign like, yeah damn. 
And which is sad because I'm not even on a political level, but just on a personal level, I love watching uh, the Cuomo brothers like together when they're on the news together and like just like hold on, he just he's just like that cool new like cool guy but yeah <laughs> seems like the fun uncle um but apparently he's too much of the fun uncle way too much <laughs> right yeah there's always that one uncle that they say hey don't go around him uncle yep. George, you're doing that funny stuff and that's him <laughs> right? he's, he's that uncle So yeah, so that just broke, that broke literally earlier today, so, and, um, yeah, I was kind of watching for the reactions, because I was like, yeah, they're probably asking to step down. Um, for word, what it's worth, Democrats, Democrats do draw the line at her sexual harassment, sexual, uh, um, ah, sexual assault, there we go, uh, because they, they did the same thing to Al Franklin. I almost said Al Roker. No, it's not it. But Al Franklin. When uh, he was in the Senate, I believe. Yeah, he was in the Senate um, a few years ago. So, well, at least they do it publicly. Now, privately, you know, if it comes out, it comes out. But, you know, they, yeah. if they are, if they are hypocrites, <laughs> they are very quiet hypocrites. I'll put it that way. Oh yeah, for sure. Not just uh, for the past six years now, five, six, five years now, five. <laughs> I'm trying to distance my memory of those last four years that we had. Right. It's August. <laughs> it's longer than it usually was, right? Like, no, it's only been. <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, at that point in time when people were saying we're gonna grab her by the meow. But that just kind of fell to the wayside that people, women came forward like, no, he's sexually harassed. But like, they, didn't, they didn't yeah. want to hold him accountable. Exactly. So it's kind of like a bittersweet thing like um, for any women or men or anybody, however you identify, uh, that has been like sexually harassed or sexually abused, uh, especially from somebody who had... Um, a power role over you. Mm-hmm. That's a very intimidating thing, and it's hard sometimes to get that justice, even if it was, it's hard enough when it's just a regular person, let right. alone somebody with power. That much power. Yes. So it's just one of those things where the women for this instance, it's like, okay, yes, but then also for those other women, I'm just like, so y'all didn't, y'all still. It's like, wanna... So y'all didn't care about them? Yeah, like you still don't care about these other ones. Okay, cool. Night, John John. Yeah. Night. Um Yeah. That yeah. I don't know why that seems to be a political divide as well. Like it just seems like it's um like it seems like one side calls it out a little more and the other side tries to sweep it under the rug, deny, deny, deny victim blame um say it wasn't that bad they were only 17 uh like i don't know why i don't know why that's the divide 
a, a partisan divide, but it seems to be kind of going that trend, at least, like I said, at least publicly. <laughs> All right, John John, I will stretch. <laughs> I like on his way out. He's like, good night. No stretch. <laughs> I actually needed to do. I heard that pop. Ah! But yeah. Um. But yeah, we, we'll see if he steps down. Um. Governor of New York isn't like a politically it's not like a um an election to watch because new york's very heavily democratic uh there i mean not saying there there aren't like uh gop pockets there are but it's just very heavily democratic so it's very likely the next governor is going to be uh democratic as well so on that on that end is like um not like you know very intensive election but just kind of like, uh, huh, that's, that's going to be interesting. Oh, yeah, I do have a tattoo. <laughs> hey, yes, they're key blades. I forgot I'm wearing short sleeves now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, and then the last thing, we got the Ohio special election tonight. Uh, results are rolling in as we speak. Uh, special primary election, that is. Um, I'm looking more so on the Democratic side because the Republican already won. Um, so on the Democratic side, you had Chantel Brown, uh, Nina Turner, uh, and Jeff Johnson, who is, looks like the third party candidate. But Chantel Brown, uh, aligns with the moderate Democrat. She was endorsed by the likes of like, uh, Hillary Clinton. Um, oh, I think it was just Hillary. Um. And then Nina Turner, uh, I don't know if y'all watch CNN like that, but she, uh, you know, comes in as a pundit on CNN sometimes. She had the backing of Bernie Sanders. Sanders. Uh, she's also, because I listen to a uh, radio show at work, she's also like friend of the Breakfast Club. Um, she's more so, more aligns with the Progressive Caucus. Uh, so, Brown is currently hid by a little over 3,000 votes. Uh, which is 5.1 percentage points. Um, yeah, 44, 49.8 to 44.7%. So, uh, looks like Chantel Brown is pulling the lead, uh, updated, they said update five minutes ago. So it's kind of like a thing to watch. And this, this election was to replace Marsha Fudge's, uh, house seat because, um, if y'all remember, she was appointed as the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development. So, um, like I said, it's more so interesting to watch, basically to see if Democrats are gonna trend more moderate, uh, or if they're actually going to let the Progressive Caucus grow. I don't know the answer to that, but I'm just more so, it's more so a curiosity thing um, that I thought was interesting, so. Uh, I, I don't know if you had anything on that, uh, either, Jaded. <laughs> yeah, I will say I'm very surprised because, uh, Nina Turner actually had a very, um, a very active ground game, so I thought her votes would be a little bit more. Um, I thought it was, I thought the race was going to be tighter, 
But, you know, if Chantel Brown has the backing of a high power moderate Democrat, then it's, it seems that the parties are just going to fall in line, is what I'm seeing. But also, Ohio's like kind of conservative anyway. So, I don't know. Um, but yeah, whoever wins, uh, they're going off to the special election. I believe it's going to be in November uh, against the GOP candidate. Who is you? Uh, Le- wait. Laverne Gore. Wait. Yeah, that's right. Okay, I read that right. Yeah. Um, now I want to look them up. Look them up? Yeah. So. <laughs> See, Doc knew what I was talking about. <laughs> I was like, yeah, yeah, that's that's what that said on the screen. Um... So, yes. Um, I think that is it. We're still working on closing. Uh, we will see what happens in the next few days and, um, we'll come up with some more topics and let y'all know. Um, if y'all have suggestions uh feel free to let us know we just like kind of just do our research uh offline as as it as the week goes by so i have something but i don't think i should talk about it just yet until it actually becomes a thing Ooh, i'm interested i think me and you talked about it privately oh about the uh crime spree Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm waiting for them to officially say that so I can really just go off. <laughs> I just know ladies, because um, right now it seems to be a lady thing. Uh, ladies, protect yourself and watch your back uh, if you live in Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just stay safe. Just generally, like, stay like don't don't travel a lot at night um if you can avoid it uh watch your back stay in well lit places not did he start a new r&b label wait is he really right right because if he really is i want to cover that next week (laughs) (laughs) right oh he is so no more bad boy no more bad boy (laughs) <laughs> P. Diddy Sean Puffy Combs Diddy Not Diddy <laughs> Not Diddy re- Not Diddy rebranding After all this time Right <laughs> He had all these names <laughs> as, I, as I was going He's like Doc <laughs> All these names <laughs> Okay, so we're going to cover that next week. <laughs> um, Doc, you might be invited to join. Uh, by the way, like, uh, I think I said this before, Dynasty, DNA, DNA, Dynasty, um, are welcome to, like, join, like, check with us beforehand, don't just hop in, um, because that'll throw me off, because <laughs> uh, we have, like, notes and everything. I was like, Talk about this before we get on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if y'all are interested, just like let us know. 
so. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, we can. Oh, yes, Doc. Yeah, you're okay, right. <laughs> hey, that was my wrap it up, D. We, we do it better, though. You're right. <laughs> Doc kept it on time. Hey, hey, hey. Time. <laughs> <laughs> it's Doc O'Clock. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, I, yeah, we're going to have to work on our outro. <laughs> we are. Yeah. I. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all can get the, the M and J song one more time. <laughs> I was like, that, that's all I got for you. It's M and J. Lyrics by Dr. Professor Butler. And then last thing. Make sure y'all buy the merch. It's cute. No perfects out you. Y'all know I like pink. So, got my pink shirt on. <laughs> uh, for people who are listening, y'all can't see it, but just go to empowermusemerch.com. Um, it's cute. So, like Again, y'all can't see it, me wearing it live right now, but listening, go to the site. Check it out for yourself. There's cups, there's stickers, there's bags. There's something for everybody. Get some merch. Yeah, I'm sure I'll have another design in within the next month or so, whenever the inspiration hits me. So, be just be on the lookout. The store is a living store. <laughs>